I'm nervous because today for our mock debate, which is like real time thinking on your feet, I'm like, oh man, I, I almost feel like dumber when I'm wearing false eyelashes. Oh my God, what? <laughs> it's not because of how I look, but because of oh. how much of my brain is partitioned to thinking about the eyelashes. Oh my God. Because they're Emma. like in my way. So I'm like, are they falling down? Are they like looking stupid? Like what? Like I can see what? them. And so like a lot of my brain power right now is like, maybe I should remove them. But Don't remove like, can them. Can you leave them? them? I need you to have a handicap on me because you're a much faster thinker and way more articulate. So this is like your golf handicap. Leave them on because I need any advantage I can get at this point. Okay. Don't take them off. I am. I am really nervous about this mock debate though. You're nervous. You're the one that wrote the outline. I was going no. through the book. I was like, okay, wait, what did you mean by this? Like, what's my I, potential? I didn't write point? anything for the debate, though. I didn't, oh. like, prepare any, like, talking points or anything. <laughs> didn't dun, you dun, do dun. Didn't you do speech and debate in high school? I did speech, not debate. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Mm-hmm. Then, because I thought that, like, you had, like, all these debate skills. Whereas <laughs> Ray, my no. husband totally criticizes me for being the worst debater he like he like tells me I'm like I'm like the worst debater because like when when whenever we have arguments I always very quickly go to the because Because. we're we're just like I'm right I I don't have a lot of convincing arguments. I'm just like used to being trusted as being right. Oh my god! So so I think like the the topic of the debate could be okay. So it's coming to a head. PRC is taking a stronger stronger stance that like Taiwan is part of China. Um, we saw what happened with Hong Kong where. Originally, it was like one country, two systems um, where like, okay, we're going to call you, call Hong Kong part of China, but you can have your own governing system. But that's like being erased. Uh, That's not going to work. They also said their relationship with Taiwan was going to be one country, two systems. And um, I think we can see the writing on the wall that that's not going to be sustained. Like, like I think Xi Jinping is not going to continue, let that continue. Um, so the question is, should Taiwan formally declare independence from China in the next year? So you and I don't have like a party affiliation. So we're going to do this in true debate style where we just get assigned our viewpoints. Everything that we say in this segment is just us representing the point of view of one of the parties. And we're going to see if we can argue for either side. Okay, so we're going to figure out who represents what. Um, I have this box that has one blue and one green cube. These are my son's math supplies that we were given for distance learning. <laughs> and we're on video, but like um, 
we always lag on getting stuff up on YouTube because we're, we're not we're not video editors. But okay, so I'm gonna shake this really blind. Okay, close your eyes. And I'm gonna reach in and I'm gonna pull one cube, and that's gonna be my viewpoint. What am I? Oh, I'm green. All right, Annie, you're blue. All right, man. So, Took a big so, bite of my cottage cheese yeah. to mentally prep myself. Okay, so so I'm green, so I'm going to represent the yes, Taiwan should declare its independence, and then you're blue. Yep. So your opposition. Here we go. Okay. Hell no, bitches. <laughs> we'll each get a three-minute opening statement, starting with the pro, starting with the yes answer to the question, and... Um, and then we'll each get a two-minute rebuttal to the other person's um, arguments. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen so that okay. you can see the timer. Timer. Okay. Three minutes on the clock for the pro viewpoint to should Taiwan declare independence from China in the next twelve months? Ready? Okay, I am representing the green viewpoint, which is, yes, absolutely, Taiwan needs to assert its independence from China. Um, it is the only way to preserve democracy. And we have proven for the last uh, thir 20, I can count, 20 years that uh, democracy works. It is respectful of the people. Um, and it is what is best for Taiwan in terms of prosperity. Um, and it is also what's best for the world in terms of uh, us being, our, our people being a uh, positive contributor to the global community. Um, during the past 20 years that uh, we've had democracy, we've uh, proved that we can govern ourselves effectively. Um, we are a self-sustaining entity, so we do not need any other country to help us uh, handle public health, handle the needs of the people, or handle our um, economic uh I don't know, viability. Um, and we have everything, anything that we don't have in natural resources, we are able to procure through trade. But we, one of the key ways that we are a positive contribution to the world is we have areas of expertise and natural resources that are unique, such as the semiconductor manufacturing that we do. We've seen in the supply chain this past year that semiconductors are vital to certain parts of um, the supply chain. And if we're not able to produce and supply the world with that, then um, many critical components of um, daily life in the world will not be possible. Um, so this is the only way that we can preserve democracy because the PRC clearly does not respect other forms of government and they're expanding. And also both the PRC and the KMT have a colonialist view, which is intrudes on other people's human rights. And um, we do not agree that we should be expanding into lands 
that other people um, feel sovereign about. So we disagree with any viewpoint that allows the PRC to expand its power. Wow, look at you, <laughs> right under the, the buzzer. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's because I only have like five lines of text. Um, I have like maybe four. <laughs> so all right. Mm, let's see. Let me stretch. <laughs> all right. Your turn for the debate. <laughs> okay. All right, so I am here representing the blue side of the position of should Taiwan declare independence in the next year? And my position is no. And the reason that I'm saying no is because, I mean, look at the relationship that we've had thus far. It has worked pretty well, the status quo. Having this connection and tie to uh, PRC has been hugely beneficial for the island of Taiwan. We have prospered under having this trade and political and everything association with China or the mainland China, PRC, sorry. Um, and it has helped us to prosper through this entire time, regardless of who has been ruling in our independent governing system within the island. So we do still have a level of autonomy that has provided us this benefit to still have our own set of uh, morals and value systems and everything while benefiting from that relationship on the global stage with China. And China is a powerhouse. There's no denying that. They have a lot of resources and influence over the world. So our ability to be connected to that will then also further our position in the world while still retaining our current system of government. And <laughs> I see my time. <laughs> With a minute and 17 left. <laughs> She's done. I don't know what else <laughs> to say on my opening statement. <laughs> That's okay. All right, my time starts now. All right, my opponent said that the status quo is working and that's evidence for why we should just let things continue as they are without declaring independence. But the PRC is taking away that option. There's life as we know it is going to change. And uh, rather than wait for the PRC to decide when they take that away, um, we should uh, take a choose our destiny, take our time, choose our timing, and um, be in control of when we seize the moment to declare independence. Um, they uh, have said that uh, my opponent said that we have benefited from the relationship so far with China, but we do not want to become dependent on them. Um, because once you become dependent, then that becomes their basis for taking over everything. Like if you give a mouse a cookie, they will ask for everything more. Um, and 
you know, people have questioned whether we have the, you know, the, the numbers to actually um, assert our independence. But I would argue that we have been building up our military for a long time. And we're bigger than you think. We have the 24 million people in our population. We have our diaspora and we have our allies uh, that we have very strong allies in Japan and the U.S. who will help us um, assert and defend our independence. So um, let's take control of our destiny. Now is the time. (laughs) That's my rebuttal. And I see the remaining nine seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we said it. Okay. All right. So my opponent has said that we should, or that Taiwan should declare independence in the next year. And part of the reason why that this is not, I feel like this is not the, the right path is that she says that this will preserve our, or Taiwan's democracy and have this opportunity to uh, choose destiny. But uh, there's China has already, or the PRC has already stated that they will basically decimate Taiwan, the island of Taiwan, if they choose to make a move like this. And while there's no certainty as to what's going to happen if we continued the current route that we're on and not push for independence. There's, I would argue, taking the path of less unknown is potentially more advantageous because there's so many more unknowns here by taking the path for active independence. They can decimate Taiwan and take all of the resources for their own benefit, and still uh, reap the the positive things of having Taiwan while leveling, literally and figuratively, the entire island. And again, too many unknowns about the ability to self-sustain if Taiwan does become an independent, like truly independent nation, and things like the semiconductors. Again, China can certainly find ways to remove all those resources and then level the entire, uh, the entirety of the island. So uh, that is why I think we should just stick with the status quo and all play semi-nice until they decide to decimate us in the future. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so nihilist. I know. <laughs> They're going to decimate us anyway. Oh, my God. So we might as well extend. <laughs> just hang on a little love. longer. <laughs> yeah, just keep it going. Oh, my god! Until gosh. they finally decide on their own that they're going to level the whole place anyway. <laughs> I know. It's it's terrifying. Like, I mean. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not cut out for this stuff. No, I mean, it's like, that's a very valid argument. Because like, why poke the beast, you know, and like, yeah, poke the make bear. them, yeah, mm-hmm. like, make them even more mad. I like, honestly, like, it really feels like it would be white terror all over again, if they were to mm. come in, like, forcibly enforce the government on, um, on, Taiwan, um, just like they're doing, like they're doing crackdowns in Hong Kong, but it's more like you have to do something to get p- 
pushed down. Whereas in white terror, it was like you were pushed down preemptively, like just for being a local. And it feels like it's the, the dictator's playbook to do that kind of preemptive squashing when you feel like you have a rebellious people on your hands. It's like, I don't know, I gotta say, it's, again, going to the whole metaphor thing. I feel like it's, you know, people who are bullies in general, right, they're really fundamentally just very insecure. And it comes out in bullying behavior, some more violent, like sometimes words, sometimes it's punching someone in the face or whatever, but it's like really speaks not about the person they're bullying, but about themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like to do this, right, it's like you're preempting this kind of stuff, this like, you don't even know, it's the stuff hasn't even happened. And you're like, no, yeah, because you're so paranoid. You're like, Oh, my God, I'm insecure. Like, if I even let somebody say anything or do anything that might, you know, call out the insecurities I have, or like the the holes that might exist, or what I think might exist in in myself, then like, oh, I can't have that. I can't let anybody see any of that. So instead, I'm going to like shut you up so that you don't expose me to the everybody else. Right? Yeah, this makes me feel like we're like um, humanizing the bully, like um, like oh, poor dictator. <laughs> he's like he's so insecure <laughs> because everybody hates him. Oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> no, but it's it's like that because it's um, you know like. I don't understand why they want to expand when they have the huge famine that killed so many of their citizens. They couldn't even feed their own people. Like, why did they mm-hmm. want more people to feed? Like, what? Why did they want more people to govern? And it's like, I if I was responsible for a billion people, like I wouldn't be looking for more people and more like. Um, troublesome factions to absorb into my my problems. Like, I don't need more problems. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they want to expand um, other, other than them seeing, like, being jealous maybe of other entities in the world, like Europe and, and America maybe, like, being like, oh, like, we can't have this. We can't be outshined. It's, it's like a pride thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to take over. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. It's like the small penis that conundrum. It's like you have a really fast, like flashy car to hide. Like, because you're all jealous. You're like, oh, all these other people have all these things. So I'm going to get myself a big flashy car, like a, you know, giant, really cool house. And like to cover up all of the mental health issues that I have, to cover up the family issues that I have, to cover up the fact that I have no friends. And like, you know, so I'm just basically like ditching and moving on. Yeah. Right. So it's like you have you essentially screwed up this part of what you've been governing and your people. And rather than try it's so much more work to fix it. And you're seeing all this, like, it's it's like the social media of the global community. You're like, you're seeing all the really cool things that all these other countries are doing. You're like, I want that. Like that, I want to take that. So I'm just going to go and like, take it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy the flashy car. I'm going to take over that country because it has all the cool stuff that I'm missing over here. And I'd rather not fix my existing problems. It's way harder to fix it than just to go get something new. And then just show the world, like, look at look at me, like I have all of this stuff that you don't want. I'm like a, I'm, I'm the, the global 
Instagram <laughs> model, Instagram yeah. influencer. Yeah. Right. Because I have all of these things, these material things that I can flash in front of your face when it behind the scenes. Yeah. Maybe shit's falling apart, but you don't have to see that because I own it now. So I can just show you whatever, whatever I want to show you. And it's just that greed and power thing. Right. Because they're humans. At the end of the day, it's humans that are running all of these governments and making all of these calls on behalf of bodies of people, right? But still, it's humans. We're not like letting robots make these decisions, right? So it's still human nature comes into play into all of these. And (laughs) when the majority of them are men, yeah, with making these decisions, and tiny penises then what do you think that's going to happen? It's not a flashy car anymore. It's an entire country. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's hot. Like, I think that that exercise was – it was eye-opening, though, because, like, having Mm -hmm. to pick a side – I think you and I are pretty in the middle. Um, But, like, having to pick a side, it's, like, I can – I can see all the arguments of like why that side, you know, believes the way it does. Um, But the other side also has like valid arguments too. Totally. Oh, totally. Thanks for listening to our bonus episode with this mock debate. For a more thorough look at the political spectrum in Taiwan, listen to our full episode earlier this week called Fifty Shades of Green and Blue.